Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Money. Two times, eh? Money. Now it's excessive. <laughs> All right. I am so excited. We have, this is round two, by the way, two. We are YouTubing it. Uh, you can check out the YouTube channel. It is blowing up. Blowing up. Blowing up. Probably. Yes. Hit us up on the website, DIYmoney.org. We're not blowing up to the point where we have our own like URL for the YouTube channel yet. Why not? Well, I think you got to have more subscribers. It's just me, you, and my mom. <laughs> She's probably subscribed. And our video if you're produ- listening to producer, this. superstar Claire. Claire! You know, my grandmother's name was Claire. She's God rest her soul. My niece, her middle name is Claire, Emma Claire Robbins, named after my wonderful grandmother. So you're in, you're in great company. Cheers. Well, one of them's dead, but, you know, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother, she died. Okay. You've had a lot of caffeine today. Eh? I've had hardly any, actually. I'm just excited that we're on YouTube. All right. We're a minute in. Stop with this nonsense. I will stop. Let's get to some housekeeping. First of all, pick up the book, Great Stocking Stuffer, DIY Money on Amazon. Just search DIY Money. That you can just search for, and it just, boom, comes up, because there's a lot of people buying DIY Money, but it's cheap. It's like five bucks. I got to raise that. We're not making anything on that. Zero. Nothing. (sighs) Really? How's the Insta? Yeah, literally nothing, like a dollar something, enough to buy you your, you know, single brood. That's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. DIY Insta page. How's that going? Insta's going well. Yeah. We're uh, creating a lot of good content there. Some snippets from the show. We're creating some ancillary uh, content there as far as just keeping you inspired to stay on track with your budget and financial goals. So definitely, uh, if you haven't followed us already, follow us. Check it uh, out. DIY dot money on Insta. Yeah. What about that uh, DIY tribe? Yeah. Ooh, tribe. <laughs> I mean, I'm admitting people every day. And every day I feel pressure like, admit, admit. We have like a thousand people on there and I have not given out content. I'm going to do a book review though. Okay. Yeah. Richest Man in Babylon. It's a book I read about once a year. Uh, so pick that up. That's like five bucks or six bucks, but it's one of the best uh, financial, personal finance books out there. That's The Richest Man in Babylon. Maybe before the end of the year, I'll remember my Facebook login, figure out how to log in, yeah, pop into good. the tribe and just say, what's up, what everybody? Up? Yep. It's a good tribe. We've got good, we've got good interaction when I actually do something with it. Um, the other thing I want to note is if you've got a side hustle out there, I've got a couple in the queue. Folks that uh, that are wanting to showcase their side hustle. A we, couple? Yeah, I've got a wow. couple that we're exploring. Yeah, somebody wrote a book, sent us a, uh, as a side hustle, and sent us a, uh, whatever you call it, the, to read it. What is that called? Manuscript. Can I read, read it? it? I guess. Gosh. Holding out on me. Anyways, uh, so yeah, reach, us, reach out to us. We'll do a, a side hustle spotlight. That'll be your own little podcast. We'll give you uh, quite a bit of time, learn about your story, why you started it, what do you do, try to showcase you. All right, but let's go to our question because we got a good one from Stanley today. Stanley, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, guys. My name is Stanley, and I have a question regarding investing. So uh, I'm in my mid-30s, and actually I have not done a really good job or at all with investing any money over the past decade and really have just 
been very safe and just collected and saved money in my savings account. So essentially right now I'm, I'm looking into it and I'm learning more about investing and I realized that was probably a mistake with holding money into a savings account. And my question is, considering now that I might have a large lump sum available that could be potentially invested at this time uh, all at once, what is the right investing strategy whenever you have a large lump sum? Do you put it all into the market at once? Do you distribute it over a length of time? Uh, what are your recommendations? Thank you. Great question. Um, I can't help but imagine that that subtle sound that hopefully goes through on the podcast was him juggling his <laughs> bags of coins. That's all I kept thinking about was like Scrooge McDuck, like, you know, the, the coins there. Swimming That's in what the it sounded like. room of gold. Ah, Stanley. I mean, you don't have to be so, you know, braggadocious, Sarah. Let me just ask my question while I uh, juggle my bags of dollar bills. Well, no, that wouldn't be dollar bills. My dollar it would coins. probably be gold coins. Gold coins. Hearing, yeah. All right, first Distinctly of all. sounded like gold to First me. of all, before I let Daniel uh, steal the thunder here and give you some great, great guidance, Stanley, can you be a little bit easier on yourself, please? You're in your mid-30s, which means you're like nothing years old, and you it doesn't sound like have any debt. Uh, you're not $400 away from an emergency crisis like most of America. Uh, you didn't mention anything about $200,000 in student loan debt upside down in your house, your car. I mean, Stanley, Stanley, you're doing great, bud. You're doing really, really well. So yeah. even though you might not have invested, started to invest already, uh, we, you know, take a breather. You got a long, long time uh, before you, uh, you know, have to really start getting upset that you're not the multi-gazillionaire yet. But let's let Daniel tell you how you can get there. But if any of those debt circumstances are the case, yeah, probably then, then use some stink. of that to pay it down. <laughs> then, not you stink, no, but like then I totally gave you too much there. credit. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's anything over, you know, four yeah. or five percent, I would the, start paying that down. Follow the DIY money lifestyle. But, yeah. But it doesn't sound like that. I mean, he's juggling bags of coins. I yeah. Mean, come on. Gold coins, not just. Come on. There you go. Uh, yeah. So once you get to the point where you have a large lump sum, uh, I'm going to approach this from from two different perspectives. Okay. The math works out that, generally speaking, when you have a lump sum, uh, as far as the studies that I've read, the math works out that because of the nature of the market to, over the long haul, go up, and the fact that you get paid dividends uh, on your stock side and interest on your bond side when you are holding in different market environments, regardless of the direction, that, generally speaking, with a lump sum, the best opportunity is to invest it at once. That's the mathematical answer. The psychological and emotional answer is, more often than not, for people, it's a lot easier when you're moving that lump sum from cash, savings, etc., or something very safe into, for instance, stocks, which can be very volatile, to sort of portion that out. Now, uh, for some people, portioning that out, what's called dollar cost averaging, which means uh, investing a certain dollar amount in you know, increments over a period of time. Uh, that can be as little as, you know, every week for a month. It could be every month for half a year or a year, kind of whatever suits you. I would say when you're looking at that, uh, Stanley, what you have to think about is what is your time horizon? So if these funds are really just there for retirement uh, and you're in your 30s, uh, you're talking about 30 years. If that's the case, I would personally... Uh, even though it doesn't make sense psychologically, but it does make sense mathematically. I would personally uh, just go ahead and put that in 
Because if you're talking a 30-year time horizon, the one thing I can feel pretty confident in, I can't guarantee it, but I can feel pretty confident in the long haul between now and 30 years from now, it's probably going to go up. Uh, Markets is what I'm talking about over a period of time. Now, if you're saying, hey, I'm in my mid-30s, but, you know, there might be a house to purchase on the horizon. Maybe there's a wedding. Uh, there's other opportunities I might want. I'm not really sure. You know, this is a long-term goal, say seven to 10 years. It's not a short-term goal that I need to keep it in cash, but I want to make the most of this opportunity. I might need to withdraw it. Uh, I would say in that instance, yes, do take a dollar cost averaging approach because you're going to benefit a little bit more from the the fits and starts in the market over a short period of time, say the next three to 12 months, if you kind of dollar cost average that, it's probably going to be a little easier mentally. Uh, the way kind of rule of, not rule of thumb, but kind of just the irony of investing goes, if you take a lump sum and throw it in the market, next week it's going to be down 3 to 5%. And you're going to see the dollar value that it's down and kick yourself. But you have to understand, uh, especially if you're investing anything in risk assets, stocks, et cetera, that you are doing that for at least five, hopefully seven plus years. So- Start there. That's good. Um, I'm glad you went that route because you that's exactly the route I was going to go. Most people are under the false assumption that the best methodology, and again, let me clarify, and I think Daniel did a good job of this. This is for a long time horizon. This The statistics become not as convincing if you're investing for something in the next one, two, or three years. In fact, then we would make the case that you probably shouldn't be investing at all. But what we're talking about is long, long term, 20, 30 years. When you look at that time horizon, there is no difference. In fact, it ends up being better if, in fact, you just go ahead and invest. However, there's a psychological level. There's a layer, psychological layer that comes into play where that becomes very difficult, especially, and I I can tell you, you kind of darned if you do and darned if you don't. What I mean by that is, let's say that you put it in, and immediately, as Daniel alluded to, Murphy's Law, Murphy, Murphy's Law rears its ugly head. You're down 15, 10, 5, whatever, percentage points. You feel like a moron. You're like, goodness, that was dumb. I should have waited. I knew better. What if it's even worse? What if it's, I've seen this, where people are down 20 or 30%. And, and that usually happens after everybody's feeling good about the market. Everybody's excited. Everybody's been making money. They finally say, you know, I need to get into this market game. What's this market game? I see, I see uh, you know, what's his name from Barstool Sports making all this money on the market. You know, I should do this. Oh, and they put their money in. They immediately lose 20, 30%. And then they're, they're, they're sort of shunned forever. Not shunned. That's not the right word. but Discouraged. Discouraged. Great word. D- discouraged forever. You know, I'm never going to do this again. And they miss out on the ability to have long-term compounding. Conversely, however, is if they put it in and their timing is exceptional, then they come under this false pretense that, oh my goodness, I did I put it in at the right time? That was great. I am the smartest man alive! So the next time they have money, then they're overthinking it. So the reality is, that while yes, this is so often the case, the math says one thing, and I think it's, I'm not going to argue with it, the math is the math, and the statistics are the statistics, but psychologically, I do feel that it's better if you start to smooth that curve out a little bit and kind of wade into it, right? 
Uh, the pool temperature is the same whether you jump right into the deep end or you wade in. Now, of course, as parents, I'm like to my kids, just jump in. Just get it over with. It's fine. You know, you're no big deal. But the reality is, as you get older, you kind of wade in there. You kind of get into the pool real slow. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I do now as I've gotten older. So I would encourage you to take that dollar cost averaging approach. Don't overthink it again. And maybe do some more homework. Don't just take our word for it. Do the do the data dump and figure out, you know, what does this look like if I put it in here and it went down 20%? Dollar cost average, some good index funds, previous episodes. In fact, the one we just did uh, last week or whenever it aired, is talking about the total stock market index versus the S&P. Eh, keep it real simple. I mean, Stanley, you've, you've done a good job thus far. You can continue. So uh, great question, Stanley. We'll send you a $25 Amazon yeah. gift card. Uh, that can be used for whatever you desire, but not stock. We should send them some kind of coupon that allows them to buy stock. That'd be kind of cool. It would. That'd be cool. There's probably some regulation around that. Probably. All right. um, DIY, tri or DIY Tribe on Facebook, DIY.Money on Instagram, DIY Book. And check out the DIY website for the tattoos. YouTube. We getting a DIY tattoo soon? Nope. Ah, come on. I'm very non-committal. <laughs> this is going to be good. All right, check us out on YouTube. Uh, the DIYMoney.org is our website where we have a link and or embedded YouTube videos on there. We're not sure yet. So, all right, let's wrap this up. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.